It's a Friday. It's two o'clock. I can hear birds chirping. I can hear the breeze of some of the leaves that are starting since I live in New England at the moment. There's sun filtering through my windows, my pink curtains, so it kind of creates a cool color in here. I poured myself a cup of coffee. It did not come out as magical as I can make coffee. Today's coffee is kind of meh. Um, I just sparked a joint of candy rain, so I am probably going to get very stoned because that's how candy rain works. And I would have never thought that I was going to pod today. I would have never thought this would how this would be how I would start my first pod. And um, I certainly didn't think I'd be doing it from bed. <laughs> when I work, I like to truly take work seriously. And not that this is work, but if I'm going to be putting out content, um, I have Capricorn all over my chart. If you know anything about astrology, that says it right there for how I am around work, even if it's just meant to be for fun or for a friend or as a hobby, whatever. So where do I want to start with this? What I want to talk about is social media. Um, and I guess I'm just going to use today to share one of my experiences um, and see what it offers you. So, I have been sharing things on Instagram in the past couple months that are definitely controversial. But now that I think about it, when was I not? Because I don't wear bras and people lose their shit over that, or they used to. It's better now. Um, People deal with it. They're not losing their minds over, like, I don't know, whatever, whatever was going on there. I've never been able to understand the fear of a female nipple. But anyway, I've probably always been slightly controversial with my Instagram account or with anything that I do. No, you know, I don't want to say controversial because I would say instead unconventional. I have been unconventional for a very long time. Just after turning 30, I am comfortable with that. I embrace it. I lead with it now. It's cool. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I wanted to share what happened yesterday because it got me thinking. And what's funny is this. I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people who can never shut their mind off. And I have um, a lot of compassion for that because it's so different than my experience. I do not have constant thoughts all day. For the most part, I feel pretty empty. You know, the only time I'm thinking of things is honestly if there's something that's pressing or bothering me 
or something like that, you know. But for the rest of the day, if I'm home, my brain is not coming at me. My brain responds to the environment, you know. So I'll be like, ooh, I want to make a cup of coffee. (laughs) When do I not want to? Or, wow, my cat's really cute. Like, it's just passing thoughts, you know. But that has not been the case for right now. So, and sorry if there's awkward pauses. I'm getting comfortable to using this platform, seeing how it works. Um, So anyway, something happened yesterday that seemed insignificant then. And I mentioned it to one friend. And I thought that I let it go, but I didn't. (laughs) Or what's weird is this, like, maybe I wasn't fully satisfied with just how this interaction ended. That's what we'll say. Um, So yesterday, I was doing my thing, making my poetry videos, and a friend of mine, someone I've been friends with, since we were honestly probably 12 and I don't have many friends from when I was growing up Um, I've changed so much since then and I've always been someone where I'm pretty open-minded I'm truthfully not very judgmental so a lot of the time I can identify with a lot of people so it's easy for me to be around many different people, but I used to always feel, um, people want to compartmentalize, you know, so they, if you connect with someone on one aspect, then it's just that, right, that you relate on, and I'm not, I like a little bit of everything, so I think I tend to make new friends at different stages of my life. You know, um, but anyway, that's a whole thing. What I wanted to say with that was I only have a few friends where I can say we've known each other that long and remain friends and whatever. So yesterday I get a DM. You never know what the hell it's going to (laughs) be, but for this, I like wasn't expecting this. And I had posted something that I'm not going to bring up now because I don't want to bring that context to here. But I posted something that I guess put me in one group. We'll say that. I don't know how this person perceived it to be truthful. I was sharing a post that someone else posted you know so it wasn't even my words or anything but anyway um this friend of mine basically messaged me saying that I was dumb and uninformed I mean that would be the that's the real message (laughs) even though it was done in a different way like do you know anything about anything or whatever whatever but I have to admit, when I first saw it, I just thought, what? I was like, wait, what? Because I would never, I wouldn't expect 
him to like be that way toward me you know like that was that's never kind of message I've gotten from him and I wouldn't expect it so on the one side I was happy to see that my friend is speaking up because I know for a while he felt he used to I don't know if the word pushover is the right word and I like to be careful with my words but I know he used to felt taken advantage of by people at times, like he couldn't fully express his truth. So on the one side, I was happy that my friend was like, hey, this is bullshit. You're being bullshit right now. But honestly, I think even if I had got that said to me, I would have responded a little better because that could be a little more loving maybe. Like sometimes the people who love you are brutally honest with you and it hurts but you know when it's coming from a good place you know you know when they're saying it to you that way but underneath that they just care right so anyway (laughs) his message was just basically saying that I'm wrong and I don't know what I'm talking about so I wanted to be honest and I really didn't know how to feel and maybe that's the thing um maybe I truly just didn't know my feelings around this and you could say this is a smaller silly exchange but um things can be hurtful right whether they're said from strangers or friends but I guess that's the thing when it's someone you've connected to or connected with um you you do take in their words a certain way like here's the thing I do like this person I have been friends with him for a long time um I have no bad feelings towards him so to have that be our first interaction after not talking for maybe a few months maybe since summer or something um it did have me pause You know, like even if I don't agree on what you say to me, I'll still reflect on it. I'll still filter it in and see if there's any ground there. You know, like there's certain things that I've heard about myself before. Because we all have at points in life friction, right, with different people. So I have had to consider, you know, my role in things and what I could have done better. And I think for a long time, communication was an issue for me um so since I'm working on being as truthful as I can be and it does take work I'm also happy to see that in other people but I suppose you know communication can be messy even when you think you're doing doing it the right way so underneath all this this is what's hard and this is what's hard with when you're a compassionate person it's exhausting honestly (laughs) it would be Like, I wish I could really be the asshole that I want to (laughs) be, to be honest. I care too fucking much. I care about everything. So anyway, and I'm stoned now. I'm starting to get stoned, so that's the thing. So since I'm smoking a joint, now this podcast that I wanted to start it, that I wanted to start to talk about my feelings, seems silly, because now I'm like, oh, fuck it. Who cares? Um, Trivial things. But anyway, for the me that wanted to do this podcast, uh, 
the incident, now I'm looking at it and realizing my friend just cares very much about what he believes and feels on this topic and so that's his filter and he saw something I posted or has seen things I've posted completely forgot my character otherwise and basically just felt challenged or that I I was so ridiculous right maybe he Whatever it is, I don't know because those words weren't there. The only words that were there were pretty much like, you're wrong and you don't know what you're talking about. And that's not a good way to open a conversation, right? Like, what can I say to that? Either my physical reaction will just be feeling defensive. Um, So from that alone, we could get in a fight. Well, I don't want to do that. I could share with you information I know that's made me come to my different conclusions from you, but even that I'm not going to do because you don't genuinely want to hear those things, like you're not open to it. So all that leaves me to really have to say is to be like, okay, well, sorry that was offensive to you. I took it down because I care and I thought if that's somebody who likes me who's seeing that and they feel so protective over their beliefs um, that they're willing to completely disregard anything else that they know about me then I thought okay I'll delete it if it's too hot you know what I mean if that was too controversial if I've said too much shit and take it down So I did respond, and I just said something, you know, like, okay, I wouldn't expect to hear this from you. Maybe we're both wrong in ways, and maybe we're both right in ways. And that is how I felt, and that is how I feel. But of course, as life goes, um, synchronicity and everything, if you know, you know. After I went to put on something last night when I was having dinner just like leftover pizza um but it's my period week too so I'm gonna do what I want and if you if hearing the word period like does something to you you can't handle it you gotta grow up a little let's be real so anyway I'm on my period week I was eating pizza (laughs) last night looking for something to watch And wouldn't you know, George Carlin came up. And I haven't seen George Carlin since middle school. This chick I used to be friends with, she lived just with her mom. Her parents were divorced. And like, she was really cool. Her mom was really cool. I definitely remember watching George Carlin there and reading like a book that he had written at their house. So anyway, I put up a stand-up of his. And this was probably from... He died in 2008, so even years before that. He was so ahead of his time. And anyway, his whole stand-up is all about basically calling out the government, which I have started doing recently, and 
just pointing out how ridiculous some of the things are that trickle down from them. And he came with receipts. Like, yes, his platform and the way he gets his message out is through comedy. But George Carlin is actually a very intelligent man. He does comedy similar to Dave Chappelle, where both of them, you know, poke at society and poke at real life things. And you don't have to agree with everything they say, but comedy is not meant to be sweet and digestible and popular, you know? Comedy is supposed to be some of the darker thoughts or the thoughts that we all think that we can't express or, you know, just making people a little uncomfortable. So any, at least that's my feeling. So anyway, um, after watching his whole stand-up, I thought like, okay, so I'm not totally crazy. Like me having a mistrust with the government and being mindful of how much power they have and just after learning things you know after you read so many documents after you watch so many clips after you have experiences in real life know of others experiences um after you go through trying to do things that you realize like you really didn't even think about you just kind of did them because that was normal, you know? Um, Once you start to get through all that, you do see some shit. And you do want to tell people that you care about, like, hey, what the f- did you know about this? You know, but how how are you going to go about it? It's like the people that do know this stuff are conspiracy theorists, and they're like, oh my god, you can't bring anything to someone who's done conspiracy theories for over like five, ten years. They will know everything. I'll be like, oh, you know about this too? Yeah, they do. They're like, oh, you just learned about that? (laughs) So anyway, then when you want to talk to people that you feel like might have been like you before, where maybe they had questions, but they didn't know. Maybe they've had their own experiences. Maybe they have seen the corruption, the lies, the issues in other aspects. So on some level, like you assume they'll be able to identify with you, right? And some people can. And then there's other people where I guess we're just at a time where everything is heightened. So it's different, you know, it's, it's different. I have been someone who always tries to be mindful about what I say. Um, and I used to really always want to make other people comfortable. And now I don't mind so much. Now I realize that the truth might not be the thing everyone wants to hear, but it's the truth, right? So it's always going to find a way to come out. We're all craving it on some level. It's natural to us. Um, It's liberating in a way, right? So anyway, I got so off thinking about that. But what I wanted to say was I've learned some things. And I'm not making these things up. 
like I can honestly say I have learned some things and if someone did want to see those and decide with their filter what they thought they can do that but I've learned some real shit that has made me cautious around the government let's say that or around too much power or around when our rights are being given away under any context that's all I'll say so anyway that's the real reason for why I've got kind of kooky lately and my personal journey was that I was seeing things in real life I was going through things spiritually and personally and it led me to look at everything else and it led me to explore those feelings and because I wanted to be able to talk to anyone about them I tried to be as resourceful as possible and mindful and remember how I felt as I was waking up to this stuff like so to not share anything too crazy and I really have to say do you think I've done that but either way every now and then you still get someone who slides in your DMs and they're upset but it's funny because the only people who have done this to me have all approached it the same and it's just a you're wrong feeling and I don't know it's made me I try to learn from everything so it's made me think of like when I've done that in life when I've just come at someone with that energy it's never really productive right like if the whole thing is that we care and we want to correct them wouldn't we ask a question first for understanding or do you just go like is that like has that ever been more productive I'm just curious the way of my feelings are right yours are wrong like where do you go from there how am I supposed to feel after that how am I supposed to feel comfortable to talk to you and yeah so anyway so that's what happened yesterday and yesterday I felt whatever about it you know like I mean I didn't truly feel whatever my feelings were slightly hurt not because I thought he did anything terrible to me he really didn't um not because it's going to be an issue but more because I had to think about him a little differently. Like, well, if this is what a friend would say about me, what would a stranger? And that's the irony, though, is because, you know, a, a lot of the time, you, like, a lot of the times I do connect with strangers online, whether we agree or we don't agree. So, anyway. So this morning I woke up and I guess I felt like I want to show some of my stuff. Like maybe I felt bothered by someone thinking I'm so ignorant. Maybe that was the whole thing. So I had to pull out some MKUltra. And again, if you know, you know. Hold on, let me take a sip of my coffee. MK Ultra was basically 
an undercover program that the CIA did where they drugged and brainwashed hundreds of people without their consent. And they used universities to do that. They used hospitals. They did it on the streets. Um, And there is actual documents and actual people where you can look into their stories and what happened. Um, And you can find what the government was doing. The government justified it by saying that they needed to understand brain control. So they were practicing over 150 ways to mind control someone. And as you can imagine, these exercises ranged in their severeness. And they weren't being honest, right? So it's like, what is the part that's most bothering about that? There's so many. Um, For one, thinking that people are capable of that, thinking people we put on these pedestals and in positions of power are capable of doing that. Um, Yeah, there's a lot. It confronts a lot of feelings, but it is a true thing. It falls under conspiracy theories. I don't know why, because you can actually read the court documents, you can watch interviews about it, you can look up people that are alive today that it happened to. So of course I prepare my MK Ultra ammo. The I was gonna share the story of some women who had postpartum depression. Which I'm sure a lot of women have had where it's been misdiagnosed. And um that's very sad because just naturally thinking about pregnancy and thinking about birth, think of all the fluctuations in your hormones in that time. Your hormones went crazy for so many months to build you a person and now you birth that person. I mean, it's extremely insane when you think about that. And I think we're the only species that carries babies as long as we do, but maybe I'm making that up. I'd have to think about it. So anyway, I definitely had compassion for these women because on surface, if you just hear that they went to a psychiatrist, you could be like, oh, they're crazy. Um, But no, they went to their doctors for postpartum depression, which was definitely not understood then when this was going on. And they were referred to not just any psychologist, to the top psychologist. And basically, they brainwashed these patients. They told them that they were going to help them get better. They were chemically and mentally poisoning them. And they did this in a variety of ways. So anyway, this is just one of the, in my opinion, very unmoral, um, not transparent uh, things our government has done. And here's the thing, if you want to do something like that and justify it, Well, then, rather than it being exposed and people breaking through with that information, you could come forward 
and say that you did this thing and why and that you felt it was right if you did um, and be apologetic from that but many times instead in our history the government has not been honest the government typically gets caught in some way or people refuse to shut up or people refuse to be compliant in the many times that something has gone on so for the victims of MK Ultra many people aren't even aware that this happened um, so things that are done in secret obviously that's very different than doing things in the light and being honest about it so I prepared that um, this clip thinking like okay well and then I'm gonna say something underneath and I'm gonna say my beliefs and I wasn't even thinking about the friend at this point, right? Then it's just a matter of thinking how you're being perceived. And when you're trying to come forward from a place of something, from a place of compassion and of wanting to rally for the underdog right now in today's current crisis, drama, freak show, whatever, all of the above in today's chaos, or you could look at it another way. In today's, I mean, I can't, you know, that's the thing. This is what sucks with when you're a spiritual person. Because right as I said all those words, I was thinking, yeah, all those are true. But also there's always the opposite. There's always the polarity. So as much as the situation today is a crisis, there is a lot of good you can take from it too. You know? So... I get this way. I get this way with words and my thoughts. I'm letting you inside my head right now. But anyway, um, at first, I wanted to share this pose to be like, here. And I truly wasn't thinking of my friend. Um, I was thinking of anyone that looks at my content. Like, here, does this pique your interest? Have you ever heard about this shit? Um, Do you want to know? But of course, there's, you wonder, there's so many people that watch it. Um, You know the ones who watch it with judgment. And you know the ones who watch it and feel exactly the same way. Because they'll message you and they're like, damn girl, with that content. You know, yes, thank you. Um, And then you get the, like, people are pretty quiet. Because I think people, for the most part, I really haven't gotten much, much, said to me about what I've been posting but there will be the random person that comes through and it's always someone where you're like you like I had another where a client did that to me I was thinking damn girl you went to grad school and I was giving you deals to be able to come see me to help you out and let me tell you many businesses will not do that. Many businesses care more about themselves or just the fact that they're a business. So, to even be pretty much called dumb by her was like, really? So anyway, 
then then I was I typed out this whole thing with my post you know just talking about how here's a part of our history maybe you learned it maybe you didn't maybe you'll be interested in this thing um maybe this is why some of us are bracing ourselves for involving the government so much in our lives stuff like that right so I posted it and then I was also like George Carlin talked a lot of shit last night he said a lot of shit he said some crazy shit but he also said some really smart shit maybe I could also post some clips of him talking about his theories because he basically started all of his specials by saying he doesn't trust anything the government says and here's why so I thought oh, okay I could post that too But then I realized I had spent my whole morning watching these clips and then screen recording them and then cutting them and then putting them on and then thinking about this whole message to give with it. And then I just said, what the hell? What the fuck? I'm over it. I was over it by the time that I posted it. And then I had this whole debate with myself like, well, this is the stuff I'm interested in right now. So this is the content I want to share right now. Um, And you go through these thoughts like, oh, well, it doesn't feel good for me to upset people or to offend them. But I'm trying to get them thinking. I'm trying to get them thinking outside the box. Um, And I'm figuring out how to do that. You know, so then you're like, you just go through all these things that we only have to deal with now because of social media, you know? And there is so many wonderful things to it, but it is also like a vacuum that sucks you in and we lose so much of our time and our moods can be so easily manipulated based on the gratification we're getting or the things that we see that upset us or the way it's so easy to fire off stuff, you know, because it's like so impersonal. So it just got me thinking with social media. Um, So after I decided to delete my Instagram and not or deactivate it not delete um and it's hilarious because it's is like a breakup like in 2018 right before i got an instagram for the first time i deleted my facebook because i felt i had outgrown that i felt kind of weird about having pictures up of me from when i was like 16 and all these people so many people like looking at your life you looking at theirs where you don't talk to them anymore it just started to feel I just started to feel that I didn't want Facebook anymore you know and I remember for that it was the same process like where are you going why are you leaving me like it feels like a breakup are you sure about this And then with Facebook, literally, when you go to delete it, when you're like, eh, truly, I'm done, they 
they don't let you off the hook so easy. It's something like, what is it, a week? A week or however many days where they give you a period to change your mind. And then if you make it through those days and you don't change your mind, then they'll ask you about that. And then you can finally break up with them. So Instagram is similar. And I decided I'm not going to delete mine because I do feel I have a community on there. Um, I do like connecting with people. I do like like certain aspects of it. But I also know when I need a break. And I haven't felt that way, but I have realized how my life could be really different if I wasn't always aware of my phone, right? So I deactivated my Instagram. Now I am going to have to probably put it back up for a day or something because now I'm like, now I chose today to start my podcast. I wanted to have podcasts with people. But then I thought if I felt inspired to talk about something, I would also try and record on my own just to mix it up since I've been putting poetry videos out there and I'm trying to embrace the internet in a way um, that's comfortable for me because it's so a part of us now. And truthfully, since I've grown up in the generation where we saw how much internet changed and escalated, I would be okay without it, without it being what it is, because I remember the time where it wasn't so involved with us, you know? Like, I remember the time where your computer was just a computer. You go on AOL Instant Messenger, um, post some cryptic song lyrics, shout out your friends, look for your crush, put up an away message. get kicked off because someone wanted to make a phone call. Like, I remember all that shit. (laughs) I remember when nobody texted on cell phones because it took way too long and we just didn't care. You called people. Um, And cell phones still, like, were a distant thing. Like, do you remember the days when you'd only think of your phone when it rang then you'd go answer it And if you wanted to call someone, you'd call them, and that was it. Today, think about how much you think of your phone. And think about how much life you spend on your phone. Of course, I'm saying this as I'm making a podcast on my phone, but what can you do? (laughs) I'm still going to try to create and explore. So anyway... um, Yeah, think of how you feel about your phone now and how now your whole entire life is on your phone and it feels like a part of your body. Like you're always looking at it, you're always thinking about it. You are in some way, even if it's not on a surface, surface level. Like that is how much energy everybody's phone gets from them now. So it's a very different time. Things have changed dramatically since I would say like 2011, 2012. Once we got it where it progressed to all phones being smartphones, like most people having smartphones instead of just your typical phone, which was just calls and messages, that's when it started to change. And as these 
apps developed and could be accessed more easily, like from your pocket, then that has been changing too. But, you know, now we're just in a place where it's totally crazy. Like there's nothing you can't see and we're so connected and addicted to these devices. So it got me thinking about all this today with social media. Just how much energy goes to it. And like these silly things that can happen on it, right? And I started thinking back to when I was 20. When I was 20, I had my first apartment. I had no TV by choice. I even had a friend who tried to gift me a TV um, because he couldn't believe, like, I didn't have one and he had extras. This was a friend of mine whose family was literally a billionaire, billionaires. Um, So, yeah, he was shocked that I didn't have a TV. And I truly just didn't want one. And I remember at first when friends would come over and they would come to hang out at my house, they would all ask, like, where's your TV? Or they'd want to watch a movie or something. But then it turned into someone coming over and they bring cards, um, someone coming over and they bring a guitar, someone coming over and we do karaoke, someone coming over and we talk. Um, So I remember that apartment very well because it was really minimum. I didn't have much furniture because I was a broke 20-year-old. And um, technology wasn't what it was. And I had grown up in a house where we had a TV practically in every room. I didn't have one in my bedroom. But my brother did. My parents did. And there was like one in the basement, one in the living room, one in the second living room when my parents started going through a divorce. Like, just so many TVs in this house, and you only get so many years to live with your family, you know? And that's a good thing. Like, we only need so many. Um, Families can be stressful. But I think about how much more we could have connected. Um, Not saying that we didn't, but just I remember when I went to get my own place, I was like... I don't want to watch TV, you know, and I don't just want to connect with people that way. Um, So I literally did not have a TV until 2018, so a couple years ago. Now I watch movies all the time, especially after COVID. I watched so many movies in the past year, and I enjoy entertainment. Um, It's not like an anti-TV campaign, but just making points about how our lives are progressing with technology, you know? Um, So anyway, I remember in that apartment that that was also when cell phones aren't what they are today. Like, that was probably right around, I think I got a smartphone 2012 Yeah, probably 2012, 2013. But even then, I still just, 
it wasn't what it was. People weren't posting the way that they are, and it didn't have as much importance in our lives. At least that's how I remember it. So it's crazy to see the progression. And I am going to take a break. That's the only platform I have. Um, And I'm not saying this, you know, to tell you that you should. It's just thoughts. It's just thoughts and wanting to connect with people, wanting to think outside the box. Um, So take it however you will. Maybe you can relate to some of these. Maybe you can't. But the reason for this pod was I wanted to talk about it, and I actually feel so much better. So thank you. Even if this was just for me, being able to, on a feeling level, feel fine with that situation and really get to express my thoughts, I guess that's what writing allows for me. And now maybe speaking like this, you know? Um, Because now I truly do feel better and different about the situation. So anyway... What I want to leave you with is I want you to think about how much of our energy goes to technology and how many things we've engaged in without really thinking about them and the fullness of them, right? The polarity, because everything comes with good and bad. So... It feels like a time where things are moving really fast and we all should be looking at, you know, where does this go and checking in with ourselves just to see how you feel about certain things and being okay with changing your mind. Um, So anyway, I hope that this offers you something if you decide to listen to it and I love you. And I hope you have a beautiful day.